Hello, welcome to Studio Talks. My name's James Swift. I'm Josh McNaughton, and our guest today is... Junior Davis. Hey, Junior, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Cool, how are you? I'm good, yeah, Hi. I'm good. Yeah. That's all right. Hi, surviving. Yeah. The same as everyone, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing in the lockdown, and do you have any advice for people? You know, the lockdown for me, right, has been a source of really material for songwriting. Mm. And um, I've, I've written about eight songs in lockdown so far. Oh, really? I've been prolific, you know. Oh, nice. So, um, so far, it's, 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 I think, it, you know, I think, like, mentally, it does, it does, it does strain on you a little bit. So, yeah, it's, for me, you know, it's, it's been, it's been, it's not been easy, but it's not, mm. it's, uh, you know, but it's you know it, it's it goes with the territory. It's what we've got to do to to stay to stay safe. So you just got to get on with it, really. Mm. Yeah, my advice to people really is to is to you've got to have a routine. I think get a routine together because you know it's 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 gonna it's gonna be for a, a decent amount of time. So that's what we've done in our house. We've got a routine. We all got our jobs to do. We stick to. I do the dishes every day. I don't I don't care who's made a mess. How many dishes there is. That's my job, and I take my time to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You gotta keep to a routine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's key for what, where we are now. That's it. Yeah, you gotta have a plan because if 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 you if you get up in the day and you and and you haven't got because you're just going around the same thing over and over again, so you you gotta have a plan and stick to it. You know what I mean? And that's what we've done. We've stuck we've stuck to the plan for the eight weeks that it's worked so far. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cool. How did you get involved in the studio? Oh, you know what? Right. I'm wearing a t-shirt um, from React 2012, right? And I've probably been involved with the studio, the old studio as well as the new, for must be over 20 odd years at least. And um, this t-shirt is from React Audio 2012. I just read you the names on the, on the names. On this list, we played a gig was Sarah Phil. Me, the naughty corner, the chimps, Dean Edwards, Greg Oldfield, Gog Magog, Gentle Scars, Pete Bentham and Dinner Ladies, the Pundwellers and Merry Hells. You know? Oh wow. That's a really good yeah. lineup, isn't it? It's a cracking lineup. Mm. So the studio the studio's been when it was attached to the Queen Hall, that's the first time I went in there. I was doing drama. That's 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 what I studied. I studied drama and, at college and then university. But that but I made my debut in a play at the studio. Well, I tell you I tell you no. I made my debut in a play with Louise Nolte, mm. donkeys years ago. Um, in the, I think it was in the either the Vic or the Snig, can't remember. Years ago, long I think before Finn was born. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long ago it was. So yeah, I've been involved in the studio for on and off, doing things for years, you know. Yeah, I mean, I know you. I know, like, um, this is kind of to do with the next question. I know you've been performing there for loads of um performances there. Um you did yeah. you did the, the live performance the other week on you're know, like on Facebook. Oh yeah yeah. I'm just wondering like what would you say the difference is between doing it live and actually doing it pre recorded? You know, I tell you what, right? Doing it pre recorded I think is harder than doing it live because when you're doing it live, you've only got one shot. Hmm. And you, whether you make a mistake or not, that's the shot you've got. 
yeah, yeah. You know, and plus you've got to know you've got an audience there, and the adrenaline's flowing. When you're doing it pre-recorded, you don't want to make a mistake when 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 you're pre-recording it. So the pressure is on to get it right. You know, when it's pre-recorded, and so it's it's mm. and it's and I don't know I, I don't know about many artists, but I know when 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 it's when the basically when they say when the camera is switched on or whatever it is, mm. you, you, you you get a bit nervous. Definitely, because, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. Well, I, I, I prefer a live audience any day because I can I can communicate, I can have a rapport with them. I think that's it, isn't it? It's the sense of people, isn't it? Because yeah, if you, yeah, if, yeah. Mm, if you're doing it just in front of a, a camera, you become very aware of yeah, what exactly. You're doing, I think yeah, I've you know sometimes I've 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 some I mean I've written loads of songs, but sometimes when I'm recording a song, I probably it probably take me about. 15, 20 takes to get the one take right because I start playing yeah. and I'm playing and I forget I forget a lyric, I, I, I miss the chord, mm. and, you know, and then start again, you know, and it's 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 harder. But as you see, when you're playing live, that's your shot and you just do it. Well, no matter if you mess up, you've just got to do it. Mm. And you know what I mean. So yeah, I, definitely, live audiences is um is the, is the best for me. What inspired you to pursue music? You know, um, when I was a kid. Cause I, a, a little bit. I was born in England, but I grew up in the West Indies, right? And when I was a kid, I wanted to learn the steel band, to play the steel band, and I couldn't. And then someone in our village had a guitar, and I looked at it and thought, I'd never be able to play that. It looks too complicated. Mm. And I just, I forgot about it. And then when I moved back to England, I was watching Top of the Pops, and I saw the police sting doing Roxanne, and I thought, you know what? I've always liked music. I thought I could do that, hmm. and then I, I got a guitar, and then I started because I, you know, I, I was I like as a kid I loved Bob Marley, Michael Jackson, you know, Calypso, all that kind of stuff, you know. So then I just started learning to play the guitar. Well, at first I was writing lyrics and poetry, and I, but, I, but I couldn't play anything, and I gave my music, I gave the, the the lyrics to someone to do some music, and the music that came back wasn't what I liked. So I thought, you know what, I'm gonna have to learn to play as well. Mm. And then I just start. I just started seeing Sting and all that in my head. I thought, you know, I'm gonna learn to play, and I'm left-handed, so and that was harder because there was, there, I didn't know anyone who else who played guitar. Plus, he was left-handed, so all the books are, are written for right-handers. So when I'm looking at the books for right-handers, everything's upside down. And mm. when I try to see to people, they think it looks. It all looks the same. I said, no, no, no. I'm looking with a left-handed brain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've got to do it. It's backwards, isn't it? You've got to work it. Yeah. Um, so with that in mind, would you like to play a song for us now? Yeah, yeah. I'll play a song for you now. Um, this song um, this song is a very old song of mine that I wrote years and years ago. And I've never really played it. Um, I never really played it at a gig, I don't think. Hmm. It's called um, Pretty Frocks. And it goes like this. Never knew my father. He left home when I was one month old. Mama struggled to bring up five kids on her own. But she made sure we never went without. But us kids, all we did was scream and shout. 
She never lost her temper. She was a good woman. There's no one better. God bless her concerts. She wore pretty frocks. God bless the concerts. She wore pretty frocks. She kept me out of danger. At the time I was a rebellious teenager. But I was just a kid having fun. And I wish that she was here to see a little boy and the man I grew up to be. She was a good woman, she always did the best she can. But God bless her socks. She wore pretty frocks. God bless her socks. She wore pretty frocks. God, that was pretty frocks. That was really good. That was really, really good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Some of it's true, some of it isn't. You know, you just you gotta activate up me, you know. It's just about mm. being growing up in a household where the, the, the father or the pair one parent is gone and one parent struggle to just bring up the kids, but doing the best that they can. Mm. Basically, you know. And there's a lot there's a lot of single parents who is in that situation, you know. I never grew up with a mum or a dad, you know what I mean? So mm. I know what it's like to not have a mum or not have a dad as you, as you, you know. But that's that's the way it is. You just got to get on with it. That's really yeah, well, Me and you come from a single-parent family, don't we, James? We do, yeah. We do. And I yeah, lost my mum a few years ago, so I under, can understand like, where you're coming from. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, there's a lot of kids that were in, were in the same situation. So the, the song just came out, came out of that, really, you know. Hmm. As I say, you know. Not, not growing up with my mom or not growing up with my dad or stuff like that. But, you know, that's the way it is. You just, you just, you, you deal with the hands that you've been dealt. You work with the hands that you've been dealt and that's it. So you write a lot of songs that are very, I've noticed that you have a lot of songs that are very, like, person, personal. You personal influence. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm, just wonder, I'm just wondering, is it hard for you to personally, I'm saying person too many times. I might not. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Um, you write a lot of songs that have a lot of personality in it. I'm just wondering, mm. is it hard for you to put personal details into songs? Um, not really. I'm, I try and make sure not to not to be um, not to be too. I, I don't know if the word graphic is right. You know, I don't know. But I try to write songs that people will be able to relate to. Mm. No, because it's not. It's 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 because it's it's. It, you, sometimes you can make stuff up, but sometimes if you write stuff that is real, most of the time people can relate. Can relate to this when they listen to it and see themselves. You, you, everyone will see themselves in different ways in the song. It doesn't, you know, a song might mean something to me, and when you listen to it, it means something completely different to you. But that's okay, you know. Mm. It's you, you, a song can mean whatever it wants, whatever it means to anyone at a particular time. So I think it's it's if you write if you write it in in that way, then it's got longevity, mm. you know. And I I think that's that's how that's how I try and 
approach so because I, ultimately I'm, I'm a kind of a, a people watcher I listen and you know I'd like say airwagon you know when people say stuff I'm always I, I'm always looking for subtitles so every time some anyone's speaking or someone's if I'm watching some program on TV I'm thinking someone will say something I thought oh there's a song in there somewhere and I write it down it might never happen but hmm. I've got it there just in case it does you know what I mean because to be honest with you, I don't even know what I'm doing when I'm writing a song the songs the songs they just come that kind of goes on to um, like how do you personally write songs? You know, it's uh, it's sometimes sometimes I can't write a song for Tuffy. Like there's nothing that'll come to me. And some days I'm full of inspiration. And I think what I do, my approach is basically I'll pick the guitar up. If I've got an idea, I'll pick the guitar. And I'll just start strumming. I just play. I just play chords. I'll play any chord, sing any melody, and see what happens. With the words, sometimes the words will come first. Sometimes the music will come first. Depends the song type, the title. Like I wrote a song years ago called "The Trees of Mozambique," um, and that was a title I had for about a few years before I wrote it. And the, the latest song, like "Elvis is King," I had I had the title for "Elvis is King" for about four years before I wrote it. I had the idea of the double Monday hymn with the bishop and the monk, and I just mm-hmm. had it. I, I was watching TV and I heard it, and I wrote it down. And then one day. I just wrote this song in about 15, 20 minutes. Mm. But the idea was like four years just just uh, waiting to happen. And sometimes like that, you can't I don't think you can force a song. I think it just comes. I couldn't sit, I couldn't, I couldn't sit down and go, unless it's something that I'm writing from um from where I've got to do some research, and then I can pick from the research and write lyrics. But if I'm writing something just out of my head, I couldn't sit down and think, right, what am I gonna write about today? That's 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 impossible. Well, for me, it had been possible. Yeah, I'm very much the same with that. You know, you're going to have to write about it, haven't you? And, and I think some people think as well, songwriting is, some people think songwriting is easy, but songwriting is not easy. It, what do you think? I think it's, yeah, what do you think songwriting? Because you some, write songs, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I think like some songs write themselves. Like there's, yeah, if, it's, if, it's very much like you were, if, I, if I've got a topic in my head, yeah. I'll very much like just write it all down and yeah. But the there are songs where uh, it it will take me weeks to properly get exactly. every word just right. Um, yeah. And because that's I, it, isn't it? That's it. I always find that the last like line off like a chorus of verse is never right. Like I'm always like that needs to change immediately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ex- yeah. That's it. I change mm. stuff all the time. I, I'm, I'm constantly, when I'm singing a song, when I'm writing a song, I'll, I'll write it. Mm. And then I'll do the first draft. And then once the first draft is done, I've got something to work with. And then I'll keep going back and ch- I'll be in bed at night and something will come to me and I'll, I'll write it down. Next day I'll get up, I'll put it in and then, yeah, that work, oh, that doesn't work. And then until I'm happy before I play it live. Yeah. It takes a while. found lately I've been writing songs twice where I'll have like the most basic of drafts where it doesn't really make any sense but the words kind of fit and rhyme and stuff yeah, and then I'll yeah, go yeah, back yeah. and add the more specific parts in later on yeah yeah I, I love I love the process of songwriting it's the, it is. I love um, I think that question is probably one of my favorite because it's very fascinating to hear the different way every musician writes the songs yeah it's, it's good because I, I, I think I showed you Ryan Adams and I've done this before. I've listened to David Bowie and Ryan Adams, and I've written songs where 
I couldn't come up with anything. And I've picked, I've picked a magazine up. I've picked the newspaper and what I've done. I've, take, I've taken words out of the magazines and I'm thinking, I've put them together and make a song. <clears throat> and I've done, that, I've, I've done that a few times where hmm. trying to get inspiration. I've just done, you know what? I'll read the magazine and then so, you know, just put sentences out and put them together and make them make sense, you know, and come up with a story, you know what I mean? And I think it's, everyone's different. Everyone's different on how you write songs. And some songs, as you say, they don't have to have a chorus. They, they, you, can, you can write a, a song is a song is how you want it to be. I think mm. as the writer, as the writer, you've got a card branch to write how you want to write. You don't have to follow a format. No, no. I, I always like that with with as a songwriter. It's it is almost your own rules, isn't it? Like if if you as you say, if you decide that there's no chorus in the song, then then there's no chorus in the song also. Exactly. Take a song like um, "There She Goes" mm. by the Lars. That's just basically a chorus all the way through. There's no verses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's it's so you can you can if you, if you come up with something catchy, and that's the and that's the catchiest thing you can come up with, for, with the melody you've got. Leave it at that. Don't try and force anything else. That's if that's how it is. That's how it is. That's all I say. Mm. Um, what advice would you give to musicians who want to pursue music? Right. I've always th- I've thought about this. And I think if you want to pursue music to make money, forget it. <laughs> Just pack it in now and go and get a real job. If you if you want if you if you're gonna you're gonna if you're gonna pursue music to make money or be a, a mega star, just pack it in, forget it. If you want to pursue music because you love it, then yeah. You know what I mean? It's very few very few musicians make any money out of this business. Very few. I know people think when they see people on TV, the, the mega rich and all that, half of them have got no money. They're just, mm. they're just meals. You know what I mean? So if, you, if they love music, yeah, play music all day. If you want to be a millionaire, you're better off doing the lottery or yeah. working. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> or, uh, I think. Yeah. Work hard. You know, you're never going to, you know, just do it because you love it. Mm. Because uh, I suppose it's like for every big band, there's, there's about 10 of us that, well, more than 10 of oh, us yeah. that are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Because the music business, that's what it is. It's business. Exactly, yeah. It's business. It's, it's no music. You can, you, you, you don't, and, and the perception is that X Factor gives people the wrong perception of, of, of what music is really about because people think that, oh yeah, I go on X Factor, I'll be famous, and it doesn't work like that. It's a business, and it, I've I've read so many stories of people, young people who've gone into it, and then nothing's happened, and they're distraught. And I always see people going, "Oh, I'm, I'm I've been doing music for three days, and this is my this is my this is my last chance. I'm I'm 18 years old. I'm thinking, you know, what? it's your last day, 18. <laughs> <laughs> it's like behave yourself, mm. you know, just just do it because you love it." Yeah, exactly. That. And that's the advice I give. Mm. You know, it's you gotta you gotta love music. Yeah, exactly. That. So where do people find your music online? That's the thing. People could find if it, if you type in Junior Davis music on Facebook, um it's there. It's it's on it's on YouTube as well. But I think it's hard to find because what I need to do, I'm 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 rubbish on the I'm rubbish on social media. So what I mm. need to do is get my stuff all in one place. 
But if you type in Junior Davis Music on Facebook, then I've got loads of stuff on there. Plus, I've got loads of stuff on my Facebook, Junior Davis. There's, there's, I've got all, all, all the stuff I do, live stuff, you know, mm. that I do done there, you know. And yeah, Junior Davis Music, it's it's just, but it's Junior Davis with a D-A-Y-V-I-S. It's not like Davis, like some people spell my name as D-A-V-I-E-S. That was it, yes, because I'm, I'm it's full time, I do music. Okay. You know, so, yeah. Mm. Well, oh, yeah. Um, thank you for joining us, Junior. Does that was absolutely boss. No, I absolutely loved it, uh, guys. You know, definitely. This is my first podcast ever. I didn't, I didn't even know what a podcast was until you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> Hopeless with technology, man. I'm, mm-hmm. I, don't, I haven't got a clue. I was panicking today, thinking, "Ah, oh, what's going to happen? I'm going to press the wrong button, or something, man. It's not going to go. It's not going to work." Honestly, I'm <laughs> like that. I'm like that still when I'm on many episodes in. Honestly, with this live streaming though, since this lockdown, I've learned a lot about live streaming and stuff like that. I'm all set up. I'm I'm in I'm in the Marley Suite, but I've named it the Marley Suite, you know. Um, and since since that, I've learned a lot about it. But you know, it's been great talking to you guys, and hopefully, and you. we'll be back in the studio together again, live talking and shaking hands. Hopefully so, as we used to hopefully. do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll see you soon, Junior. See you later. Thanks a lot. I'll see you soon. Hey, Chase, thanks a lot. Take it easy. See you, Charlie. See you later.